Oh, hey, caught me off guard. Thanks for tuning in to I Could Get Into This. This is voiceover Frosty or voiceover Brett, voiceover Eeyore. You know, I have taken so many different names over the years. Well, you're here to listen to Leah and, and Brett, right? Okay, here's the beginning of our show. Let's record. Recording in progress. I'm going to get this off my chest, Lee, and we're fucking recording it. We're going to fucking record this because <laughs> I, I'm going to rant about something, so I might as well rant about it. And Amen. it's going to come up anyway, sooner or later. It came up on the, the Twitter feed. So I got this uh, fresh batch series, and uh, it, it caught my eye because, one, I love s'mores, and it says uh, s'mores pastry stout. And I was like, oh, okay. And I keep re- reading. It says, stay chilling and relaxing. We pl- put no lactose in. I'm like, that's Perfect. cute. That's, that's a nice, <laughs> nice turn. And on the side, it says, the dream of the 90s is alive in Decorah. So it's from Decorah, um, Iowa. Iowa, okay. Yep. Time to preheat your oven for bagel-sized pizzas and pull out your jazziest cups. The 90s are back and fresher than ever. I, I, I did not write this. <laughs> I, exactly. You can't. I and, and that's that's what sold me. Yeah. Uh, s'mores version of fresh back stokes the fire. Oh, fresh batch stokes the fire with notes of toasted marshmallow and melted milk chocolate squished between graham crackers. It's a big, it's a hard sell. Oh so you missed gosh. the real fine print. The Bible said, fuck you, Brett Stoltz. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> Warning, this will taste like a wet fart. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. you know, it's it's they always bury the headline. Um, yeah. And did so you tell everybody how much this cost? Yeah, no, I don't want to. <laughs> Too much. It was Hippo it was a four tip. pack. No, I'll talk about it. It was a four pack. And because I wasn't I wasn't paying attention to it, I I picked okay. up a uh uh what was it? A, a variety pack that had a lot of fall winter beers in it that was from Shell. Um, and mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, okay, that, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, and so I, I wasn't looking for this. And, and then I also saw that it was 10% alcohol and I'm just like, holy crap. But yeah, it was a four pack and, uh, it was $24 for the four pack. So this is this out of the grocery store is $6 bagels at that price. Right. Oh my gosh. I, I, I am so so upset about it the buyer's remorse but, doesn't even go far enough to explain just how pissed off you are about this it, no it doesn't it doesn't but i am not going to put let that money go to waste and so and it's a it's a uh, this is where i was going when I, when i started it's one of those beers you know sometimes you have a beer and you can't drink it out of a can even yeah. out, sometimes out of the bottle even seems weird so mm-hmm. i had a i have to pour this out in order for it to 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 taste good i don't yep. know why but there's better but way. yeah it's it i mean it, it it is it is very very strong with the uh the the graham cracker smell really you know yeah does it yeah. come through like i'm just trying to think like how do you well, see okay so graham cracker as i was as i was pouring it and getting it ready i i took like just a little sip and i was like it was like the littlest, the tiniest of sips. And I was like, you know, that actually tastes pretty good. This isn't what I remember. This isn't but, garbage. <laughs> what? Right, right. But it's the, the process of taking a full drink, a full man-sized drink, uh, puts way too much in your mouth at one time, and it makes it absolutely <laughs> horrible. Yeah, so I don't know what the brewery is, or if you want to like even mention their name, but obviously not looking for sponsorship. <laughs> it is Toppling Goliath Brewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, go this and one they can just kick the curb. They don't need to make any more of it, huh? Tell yeah, tell tell them go to tgbrews.com and tell them that stop making ass beer. <laughs> stop farting in a can and calling it beer, you oh. assholes. <laughs> you know, and and the worst thing is it's it's so thick. It, it's so seriously, I really wish that that you could see how thick this is. I was I was thinking about pouring it in front of the camera, but the camera's you don't not need good me vomiting, enough. So it's it good. wouldn't have done anything, but I mean it it literally it pours like motor oil. It is the thickest beer that i've ever had it's like it's it's a malt liquor without the liquor all it is is malt 
this is our new uh, <laughs> format. We're uh, we're not getting into this. <laughs> Actually, I think we've begun a couple shows with us not getting into things. No, exactly. Well, yeah, I'm bringing uh, a, a trusty old friend, Fernson's Curio, the Cherry Berry. Yes. I love me some fruity sour beers. I actually brought that a second funny. one because, you know. We're going to get into it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> it goes down a little too smooth. I think it's only like, I don't know what it is by volume. I mean, it's not a hard seltzer. And I also don't 5.2% by volume. That's not. Yeah. Not there you go. Yeah. It's half half the percentage. Half, of is, half is uh, potent, but twice as good. Maybe even like five times as good. Probably, it's probably more than that. Absolutely. It's no, like so uh, interesting enough, I uh, I had uh, so about once or twice a year, I go into uh, my son. He has a, a psychiatrist that he goes to and visits. Sometimes he has tough times trying to, to work through his feelings. So we mm-hmm. we have someone that helps him out with that. And um, uh, I get to go a couple times during the year, usually during the Christmas time, because I take the week off um, uh, around Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's. And then sometime during the summer, I'll, I'll usually go out too. And uh, today was the day that we went out um, or we went to the, to the psychiatrist together. And uh, I was talking and we were talking about some things and, and I mentioned the podcast and uh, all of a sudden you just like, Oh, go. Whoa, whoa. It's like cold stop. It's like, you do a podcast. I'm like, yeah. He goes, uh, we are kind of a big deal. <laughs> right. Exactly. He's like, tell me all about it. Tell me what your podcast is. Uh, and so I'm explaining it. I'm just like, Oh God, this is going to be the reason why uh, Brody's going to need therapy going yeah. going order. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there should be a special trust that every parent just sets up when their kids are born. So you can just pay for their therapy someday. I'm like, I know you're going to need it, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, um, Welcome you didn't to the come club. with a manual. I don't know what I'm doing. I just tried not to kill you. Like that's parroting. <laughs> that's 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 the, the that's the number one thing that that it should number be. number one rule. Yes. Yeah. I, I just try not we to took, kill. Like Zooks from the home to the hospital, you know, and they like give you all this information. The doctor visits with you, and like Dusty's one takeaway is like, well, you know, babies can't die from crying. I'm like, okay, yep, that's accurate. Where are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> thanks dad <laughs> no, I was like, we're putting that in the baby book yeah dad what <laughs> we got spoiled for our first one because um you know he was in a NICU for three months and so we had a, a lot of time to be able to learn from the nurses and to be able to do I mean we had to do things very very carefully and very oh, yeah. different from a, a normal thing and our normal uh birth uh, anyway but um one week came down to when Zoe was born, uh, they, we came home like on the third day and we were just like, what the fuck do we do now? Oh yeah. <laughs> it, I was, mean, it was scary because there's, we, we there's never no did parenting it parenting book that like prepares you for the feeling of leaving the hospital and being like, they're just letting me leave with this thing. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing? It was, it was crazy. <laughs> Paris, I just, this is it's totally just like, miserable. are you sure? Uh, it is also totally fucked up, but yeah, you're just going to leave the hospital with this kid that you birthed and be like i don't know i guess it eats milk (laughs) my mother was a saint she came and stayed with me the first two weeks which was great but uh yeah it was also no that definitely is good but yeah it was funny because our our second you know it was our second born and everyone's just like oh yeah you guys should know you've gone through this already yeah totally got it down (laughs) are you sure you don't want to keep her for another three more months (laughs) yeah yeah right Mm. oh my so god how, that how were your holidays by the way i guess you know christmas was last week so you survived yeah. yeah yeah it's fine i survived it's 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 the holidays it's um you know right now is is when the depression really kicks in so <laughs> i mean this is i wish that they would i wish that we would all just like take all the time off between christmas and new year because it's just such a bullshit time of the year and so it doesn't hard. help that like now it's cold now it's shitty yeah, I, uh, yeah. I have to work like tomorrow and Thursday and that's it, which like, why? Um, Weird. Yeah. Just to use up my hours and uh, yeah, uh, everyone's just like crabby and like, no one knows the sense of time. They're just like, what day is it even? I'm like, see, I know this is all bullshit. We should yeah. all just take like December. We should just shut down the country for a month. Just deal with this bullshit month and then start the new year. Like, it's good. Deal yeah, with the bullshit it's year. I mean, I mean, it was December. a bullshit year. Right. So I feel like next be- year's going to be another bullshit year. Um, the December should happen 
where it should everyone should be off just because they have to deal with the rest of the other year. And how yeah. the hell are we at the end of the year? Fuck. Yeah. Ugh. I just Ugh. don't understand that. All, all the stuff for next year has to start right away in January. What the fuck? Rude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I need some time too. That's right. <laughs> I need some time. <laughs> A lot of time. Yeah, no. So it, it was, it was fine. So this was the first year. <laughs> well, we, uh, we haven't, we didn't get together with any family last year. So um, uh, Thanksgiving, we got together with family and Christmas, we got together. So that was good. Uh, but my parents uh, just moved to town. And right. so, yeah, so it was really good because it was we usually do things with my my uh, family anyway on, on Christmas. And uh, um, yeah, everyone was right here. No traveling, no, no having to really nice. go very far. So it was it was really good. It was low key, um, laid back, but yeah, uh, right now I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how to be at home without not working. And it's, mm. it's, it's weird. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I guess I've gotten to, I, I, I posted earlier. I think I broke myself because I, I don't know how to do non-work things anymore. Well, yeah. Cause yeah. you, you've been working at home this whole time right. the pandemic. So it's like the, the fact that you could be home during business hours, not working is just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's weird. And, and by the time I'm going to get used to it and start to actually enjoy myself, I'm going to have to go back to work. Yep. So bullshit, I don't know. How, bullshit month, bullshit year. How about you? You had a, you, you did that just the opposite. You had to travel a lot. Yeah. We went out to rapid city to see my mom and that my family out there. And then we drove back so we could have like second Christmas with Dusty's dad. And I think we're trying to plan a third Christmas with Dusty's mom. Like this is the joys of like being in a relationship with somebody who also has divorced parents. Yeah. <laughs> Just have like a million holidays. Um, but I am thankful at least that my family um, listened when I told them not to get my son toys. Uh, we got a lot of books, got some blankets oh, and some fun stuff like that. But yeah, my, my nephews were both in high school bequeathed us us two giant tubs of Legos. Um, nice. It's all like Zooks wants. So we're like, do not get us toys because we literally have like 40 gallons of Legos to tent- contend More with. than he'll ever need. Yeah. Yes. So, and that's kind of what we've been doing ever since Christmas is just, I have a big old tablecloth we put on the floor in the living room and the Legos stay in the tablecloth and we just dump them out. And he just nice. has a blast making things and crashing into them and occasionally stepping on them. Uh, it's worked out pretty well because you can just lift the tablecloth off and dump it back into the bucket. But oh, it's really nice. good leverage, too, because if he wants to do anything, it's like, well, we got to clean up your bedroom. Got to go put your dishes away. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Good incentive. Plus, I'm like, I enjoy playing with Legos. It's pretty fun. Yeah. The interconnecting plastic blocks. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I also have to accept that, like, as a toddler, all he wants to do is watch him build something and then break it. So, yeah. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Excellent. Well, good, good. I'm glad to hear that uh, things went well and you you got back okay. I mean, we had some weather issues. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> I feel like every great. time I cross the state, like the weather's just like, hey. Pfft. Yeah. We had probably like 50 miles of freezing rain. You know, it's bad when you're on the interstate and you see like semi trucks pulled over like in the rest areas and there's like truckers getting out and like taking a running start, like sliding on their feet on the road. I'm like, this is bad. <laughs> like, I don't think it's sticking to the road. We're going, we're going slow. I'm just like, Oh, my heart. Yeah. I just, I just don't understand like the diehard winter driving mentality. Uh, yeah. No, been in too many accidents. I'm like, let's just like, honestly, we'll just get a hotel. Dusty. No, 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 no. We're fine. Thankfully, we were fine, but yes, yeah, yes, just very stressful drive home. Yeah, no, that sounds that sounds horrible. And I know, uh, of course, South Dakota is not going to close the interstate. We just we just put the big like billboards out that say "Warning: Black Ice Ahead." I'm like, oh, oh great. <laughs> Good okay. luck. Try not to die. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. There's nothing more like disheartening than seeing those signs and then like semi trucks and cars in the ditch. Just like, cool. We're gonna yeah. die here, aren't we? <laughs> Yeah, the good old uh, the good old winter game. How many cars are going to be in the ditch this time? Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. There was a really bad one, like and right outside town. I mean, it must have, the roads really improved probably about, I don't know, 75 miles outside of Sioux Falls, but there was a semi truck that it looked like it must have like lost control and went into the ditch, but there was two cars embedded in the side of the semi truck. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. And we, we were, I mean, this was hours ago. There was nobody there and it was just in the ditch when it happened, but I'm like, that's not good. Thank God we're almost home. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty good with like not traveling anywhere the rest of the winter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You've already done your, your part. Yeah. My part. We're good. Got that done. (laughs) I have to uh, go out uh, the second week of January and uh, I wasn't planning on, on going north uh, enough that I had to do more winter dri- driving, but mm-hmm. uh, I got suckered into having to go to Cleveland. Um, so I think okay. uh, Cleveland is going to be a little bit on the uh, the icy side, but Cleve, it's going to be Cleavy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to want to cleave my leg off when I'm done with it, but possibly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure Cleveland's delightful. Never been there. Yeah. I, get yeah. Back. I think I've been to the airport. Like, I'm one of those things where you get rerouted somewhere and you're just like, I mean, I guess I don't care as long as I get home. <laughs> right, right. You know, exactly. every time you fly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nowadays. Never through Dallas. Never through Dallas. That's the only, only rule. Yeah. I just don't want to go through Dallas. Oh, but that's the only flight. Oh, shit. <laughs> Tell me at least I have more than one option. Like, like more than one. Doing the math, like, I guess I could rent a car and drive home faster than it takes me to fly home from Dallas. Yeah. Dallas is kind of a straight shot. I mean, it's straight north from uh, from yeah. there to to get to Sioux Falls. So that's the good thing. But but that's still, it. it's, it's still thing. a 14 hour drive, I think. Oh, yeah, that's pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a couple of those. It's never fun. No, it's not. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the show. I don't have anything <laughs> this week, Leah. I really. So I've uh, I've just been trying to honestly just trying to keep my head above water and just trying to to try and get things going. Mo- mostly what I've been doing the uh, last couple of weeks has been watching a lot of TV. Uh, oh, so yeah. I, I've finished up with the. Uh, almost finished up, I guess. Uh, shit. What did I, I finish? I finished something. Oh, I finished the, um, super crooks that I talked about. Oh, uh, yeah. that was like the, um, cowboy bebop, uh, mm-hmm. uh, remake, I guess it wasn't really a remake. It was, it was, uh, just a, a new version of, uh, of a comic that reminded me a lot of cowboy bebop. Uh, I've gone through the first season of cowboy bebop. Uh, I completely uh, binged Leonard Kenny uh, oh, in one nice. going. Yeah, Leonard Kenny uh, came like out it was worth the binge. Season. Yes. Oh, it was. It was. It was hard not to. I mean, it was just the only thing is it's only six episodes long, oh, um, and they're thir- thirty minutes enough. a piece. So yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, I can do that in a night, and I did. So. Um, so yeah, I did that and, um, yeah, so it was just, uh, I watched the death to 2001, uh, which was, uh, uh, a sequel to death to 2020, uh, 2020. Um, the original one was done by Charlie Booker who did the, uh, black mirror, um, mm-hmm. TV show or shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one it didn't have, Charlie Booker and it was it was okay you can tell it was in the same vein but it wasn't as uh scathing as mm, as okay. uh, Charlie gets Charlie get Charlie Booker gets pretty pretty uh uh deep uh you know deep cuts and mm-hmm. uh, was just kind of it was almost on long lines of just fart jokes this time I mean oh, so I mean yeah so it was it wasn't as good but it was still it was still interesting, you know, a lot of things I was looking at, watching it, and it went through the, the entire year of 2021, and uh, it's like, oh, yeah, that happened this year. I forgot oh, about Oh, yeah, it. remember that bullshit and that bullshit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's all bullshit, yeah. Yeah, that bullshit it's seemed like it year. happened like three years ago. Nope, three months. Nope, nope, just a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I've been, that's what I've been getting into mostly, um, but yeah. How about you? Do you got some stuff that you're getting? Uh, I I was excited when I was home. My folks have like every streaming service. So it was mm-hmm. kind of like, ah, uh, but of course I have my son with me. So we uh, mostly watch cartoons. Um, yeah. We got to watch the Goofy movie for the first time. 
Oh, um, great. Which I love. It's one of my favorite movies. And he really loved it, too. So I'm like, well, maybe this can be our Christmas tradition because, I mean, that's just a feel-good movie, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, we also, also caught uh, Encanto. I think that's how you say it. Encanto. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It was okay. We watched that, too. Yep. Uh, the music's really good. The animation is gorgeous. It just, I don't know. The story was just kind of okay. It felt like it was checking some boxes, but it was know. you know i i really related it to kind of a uh, a pretty traditional musical uh you yeah, know because the music really popped yeah the music Oops. really popped and sometimes with the musical that the uh the story kind of gets lost with the mm-hmm. the fun fun music or the yeah. whatever is trying to get well, you and i think the ensemble cast was fun but i mean like i said it, it kind of felt like you you have all these really rich characters but the plot was really kind of thin um mm-hmm. but I also feel like there might be like a cultural disconnect there where, like I said, I have friends who are Colombian um, that loved it because it really taps into that culture a lot more. So I might have just missed the mark, but I've also watched like way too many kids shows. Um. Sure, sure. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and it's one of those things that, you know, representation matters, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. it's great that they had some kind of a Colombian or Hispanic type of, of uh, version, you know, or something mm-hmm. that's out there. Uh, so that's that's great to be able to, to see that. Yeah. And uh, the other movie we watched was a dusty choice. It was called The Bad Batch. The uh, Bad Batch. Yes. The um, the Star Wars. Like, oh, n- oh, no. The Bad Batch. It's like this. Uh, it's a chick that ends up in like this weird like. um desert zone uh jace momoa's in it there's cannibalism really really bizarre um dusty dusty said a friend recommended it so we start watching and i mean i think i made it halfway through and i'm just like ah i'm gonna go to bed um (laughs) it's just funny because the bad batch is the star wars show as well oh is it yeah like i'm pretty sure it's called the bad batch it is no i I found it yeah And, and i mean it just and as somebody who's a screenwriter and it's probably like even more scrutinizing of like, man, you got to get my attention in the first, you know, 10 minutes. And I was like, what the hell is this? It's got Keanu Reeves in it too. I, uh, Jim Carrey is also in it. I didn't even make it that far. Because <laughs> <laughs> halfway through. I'm like, I don't care about these characters. The world isn't interesting enough for me to care about. Like, great. There's cannibals, cannibals. And apparently it's like some sort of desert rave. I just, I mean, it was interesting because there was almost like no dialogue in the first 20 minutes. Like it's all very, you know, physical acting, which is interesting, but it was still just like, ah, but I don't care about anybody. So like, I don't know. Huh. I, maybe I should read some more reviews. But even Dusty say I haven't watched it. And I was like, will I miss anything? He's like, not really. No, I mean, it doesn't it's look like, like it a got thing some... if it's your movie, but. It didn't really get any good reviews. I mean, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, apparently just 46. one guy at the bar that Dusty talked to. Yeah. It was his jam. <laughs> yeah. Rotten Tomatoes scored a 46. Um, it's generous. 5.8 out of 10. Metacritic has 62 out of 100. I mean, yeah. it's still probably better. I mean, it, it shot really well. It's a, it's a good looking film. So I, mean, I would give him that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It was the thing where I'm like, I get to watch so few movies. So when I watch a movie and it's just like, like your beer, I'm like, oh, I yeah, can watch something yeah. really good. Exactly. It's not best, you know. uh, yeah. so, I know nothing about this director either. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> somebody who wants to write movies, I don't get nearly enough time to watch them. Maybe I should just write kids stuff because I have spent way too much time watching Go Dog Go actually a pretty good kid show <laughs> the book that's based on is terrible but zooks loves it so between that and lego shows uh the lego, lego shows are also pretty good like the lego jurassic park it's got some good humor yeah yeah uh, the lego shows the lego tv uh movies they, yeah, they're all they all, they're all they're all cute they've got good humor they're snappy dialogue like i can at least get behind kids shows like that like but coco melon Coco Malone. Coco Malone is not allowed in our house. Like Zooks only gets to watch that at grandma and grandpa's house because I'm like, no, I swear that thing kills brain cells. You know, I don't know what maybe it was just a timing thing, but we we never uh was exposed or experienced Coco Melon. So um 
If it wasn't for Dusty Spokes, I'm sure Zooks would never been exposed to it either. He also still loves baby little baby bomb. Like, which is I feel like the the most poorly animated like British television show exploiting uh, open source music because it's just awful. <laughs> like they won't even bother to like animate fingers on characters. I'm just like, really? Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, but he loves it, so I guess the joke's on me. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could be couldn't be much worse than Caillou. Caillou. Yeah, we've there. at least made sure that there's no Caillou in our house. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that the line somewhere. Was, that was <laughs> that was really tough. That was yeah. tough to try to get through that. But yeah, I mean, I think this is also just like the rite of rite of passage as a parent, like your kid getting into a unbearable children's show that they love and you're forced to watch and just be like, no, this is yeah. awful. It's not made for me, so I get it, but Nope. See, for for me, it was that, you know, when I was growing up, we never had the kids shows. I mean, it's Saturday morning cartoons, but yeah, uh, you like Saturday morning that was like, yes, that was right. about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was about it. And so anything that we watched over and over again, that that was kind of, you know, just made it really horrible was was terrible HBO movies, you know, but that that's kind of where where my my background comes in with uh, uh, really enjoying cult TV and cult movies. Mm. Yeah. And we would, uh, we, you know, we would kill the VHS copy of something by watching it too many times or else we yep. did like, when we got to like middle school, my parents got Nickelodeon and that was, Oh, I feel nice. like Nickelodeon is responsible for raising me. <laughs> so at Nickelodeon, I could only get Nickelodeon at grandma's uh, grandma and grandpa's mm. place. So, so yeah, whenever we went to grandma and grandpa's, I always wanted to spend the, the night. Yeah. I always wanted to spend the night so that I could watch TV and wake up and watch pinwheel. Oh, nice. Pinwheel was the one that I always loved watching in the morning because could never watch it uh, at home. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it had the, um, what was the other show that uh, where everyone turns to life uh, at, at a um, department store? Hmm. I don't know if I remember that one. See, I'm too old for you to remember the things uh, that like I Kids Incorporated? <laughs> what? Kids Incorporated? No, it wasn't Kids nope. Incorporated. See, I remember um, like going to my friend uh, Michelle's house to spend the night because then we could watch Snick on Fridays. Ah. Ah, it was all about watching Snick because then you could watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, they had Roundhouse, which I was like convinced would be like the best job ever. Because it was like part musical and dance plus like sketch comedy. Uh, all things I would be probably terrible about, but I'm like, oh, I want to be on this show. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's me yelling at the television, like, you know, as sixth, gr- sixth grade Leah. It, the name of the show was Today's Special. <clears throat> I don't think I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. That was on, on Nickelodeon. It was a Canadian show. I think Kids Incorporated was also a Canadian show. Was it really? I don't I think remember. it was. Because I, I thought Alanis Morissette was on it as a kid. I could be wrong. Well, was she on that or was she on You Can't Do That on Television? Oh, tele- you're right. She on was on You Can't Do That on Television. Yeah. Incorporated. Kids Incorporated. Um, a really like <laughs> nope, that a was bland American. bureaucratic name. We should call it Kids Incorporated. <laughs> Fergie was uh, on Kids Incorporated. Really? Yeah, that's what it says. We're learning so much today. <laughs> See, and whenever I think of Kids Incorporated, I always think of Kids in America. <laughs> you know, very similar jingles. Is it? <laughs> Where are the kids? Where are the kids? Oh, man. Did your school yeah. ever have Up With People come to visit? Um, so yes and no. Uh they never went to my school, but they <laughs> went to with the cool schools they got yeah, up with. Yeah, people. they went to other schools that um they were part of. Yeah. So I uh actually went to Kids Incorporated in Yainton one time uh because I was dating someone that went to school there, and it was okay. yeah, in high school when I when I saw it. It was interesting. I remember <laughs> um when I was in after I graduated from, from high school, like one of the guys I knew from like our theater department, like started, like got into up with people, but it was like the year that the whole entire business like folded and there was like oh. scandal and everything. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, Oh, shitty. I mean, also it's fucking up with people. What do you expect? Of course it's like a, you know, sham business. Yeah, absolutely. 
probably full of pedophiles. I mean, oh yeah, sure. let's get a bunch of high schoolers and and tour the country talking about I don't know positivity. We're gonna call it up with people. <laughs> the nineties were wild, everybody. Nineties. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what was more wild. The nineties or the eighties. The eighties were pretty wild in itself, though. Yeah, I mean. I would feel like to like Gen Z, like all this stuff just sounds incredibly bonkers. Like what? Oh. What with the what? What? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, so I w- I still was a part of the generation that you didn't have to have seatbelts in or, you know, in cars. Oh, yeah. You, know? you just get one of these. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Oh, yeah, I was riding with my grandpa in his truck and just like, oh, stop, son. <laughs> with the station wagons, you know, that had you remember, uh, like, pure, smoking pure metal in the back. Like smoking at the airport, smoking yeah. at every restaurant. Oh, my God. I remember like you would go to. Uh, so there's a great restaurant in Rapid City called the Millstone. It's totally an yeah. old lady joint. But like, yeah. I can remember going there with like my grandparents and stuff we visit and like you could not see across the restaurant because there was so much smoke. And oh, the, yeah. best, the reason we go there is because they had a non-smoking section and it was literally just like a little glass partition. Right. right. Didn't even go like more than like two feet above the booth. But, like that was the non-smoking section. <laughs> like I always I always <laughs> love going into uh, Pizza Hut. And one side was smoking, the other side was non-smoking, but yet there was, it was not <laughs> yeah. completely open on the whole thing. But yeah. Well, even when I went to college, we would go to Perkins or frying pan mm-hmm. and uh, it, you would go into the smoking section late at night because you'd have your coffee, you'd smoke and you'd, mm-hmm. you know, be there after hours after hitting a bar or, you know, hitting a party. Maybe you needed to do some last minute studying because you didn't have any time to do it anywhere else. So, yeah. Well, even like explain to somebody like, yeah, if I missed my bus at school and need to get a ride, I'd have to call like collect. Right, right. I'm a quarter yeah. off somebody. I remember like having to call my mom and then you'd like, you know, it'd be like, say your name. Mom, let's go, go pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd hang up and be like, well, I hope she got that. Yep. yep. You accept charges. No. <laughs> well, I was even going through uh, some, so. Like, like I said, my parents moved and of course I get all the shit that I never wanted, but where it's oh, always yeah. at their house. So I, I got saved this for you, mom. I do not need every journal I had when I was in fucking middle school. Just throw oh, it I just, away. So I went through most of those and I found like my acceptance letter uh, for Augie. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The thing that I think is bonkers, especially looking at it now, uh, social security numbers were on absolutely everything. Oh yeah, it used to, I, I mean, mean it used in to be the early your driver's license, even. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I show everybody, like. right? So it's just like you know, it was just uh, the, one of the things that it asked for in order to be able to get information about you. You know what? When you're registered for college, uh, right there, social security number. Oh yeah, here it is. <laughs> Do you also have the password to your bank account? Asking for a friend. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, they just need a proof that you have you make enough money in order to go to school there. <laughs> Not that we really care. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, I found my ACT scores. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So now I, I have that in case I, I ever need to know how yeah. well I did. I mean, One thing I that was interesting. Because I'm like, I'm kind of like a hoarder with things, but like I've just recently purged all of like zooks's old like baby baby stuff like all of the the stuff we need i'm just like the fuck yeah yeah and like so I, I, my mom is just like oh here's like your clothes when you were a baby I'm like why <laughs> i mean that's sweet and all but why i just uh i pulled a bunch of i i found a bunch of uh, newspaper clippings that my my mom kept from uh, 1988 is when they're, they're from, uh, you know, when I was actually part of the Boy Scouts. Um, I use it in quotes because uh, I, I I always say I got kicked out of the Boy Scouts. But really what happened is that uh, our troop was so bad that we made the scout leader quit and no one else would take it over. Uh, <laughs> so You broke the Boy Scouts. Good you broke job. the Boy Scouts. Yeah, yeah. So and that's a special talent. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's one of the things I can do. Annoy people so far that they can quit. <laughs> that's a talent. Don't pretend like it isn't. <sighs> I suppose. I suppose. Uh, certain things for certain things. Having a podcast, not a good talent. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> hey, really small shout out for my listener previous episode. Thanks to Alex and Graham for talking at us for, you know, some time. That was really yes. fun. 
Absolutely. That was a lot of fun. I do look forward to doing that again. That was a lot of fun. I, I really do hope that uh, we can hear some people. Uh, I don't hear. I haven't heard anything. You know, there's a couple of people that I know that actually listen, and uh, <laughs> they they haven't said anything about uh, what their thoughts Who the hell were. Are those on guys. That so oh, I don't know that episode. We got yeah. a hot lead on somebody we can interview, though. I know. I know. Is that the one that I'm thinking of or that we've been talking to? No, actually. So when I was back home, I went to go see It's a Wonderful Life on the big screen because it's my favorite movie. Oh. Um, but my, my friend invited her, her friend, Stacy, who she knows out there. And afterwards, we had to go recap and had a beer. And Stacy was telling me how this last year, or at least during the pandemic, she got into making her own lotions and soaps. Uh, oh. And she actually sources local beef fat, which is kind of, I mean, I don't Maybe that's weird. I guess I don't question where a lot of this like fat for soaps come from, but yeah. she found out that like most of the local butchers just throw it out. Uh, so she found some some local butchers to work through that give her beef fat. And then she's been working on developing her own formulas. So wow. it's all like, you know, very natural. And I was like, would you want to talk in a podcast? She's like, oh, my goodness. Yes. So oh, my gosh. Don't tell her we're not a big deal. But yes, Stacy's very interested in talking to us. And I was like, well, if you, you know, cause she, she said she'd send us some samples to try. Um, oh my gosh. So, yeah. So we'll have to cue this up so she can send us some samples and see uh, what it's like. But yeah, she's very excited. It's like, you've never listened to our show. Maybe you should check out a few episodes, but uh, yeah, very, very cool story. And I, I think she might be a, a fun person to, to interview. So probably not the person you're thinking of, but who are you thinking of? Oh, I was thinking of, uh, and I was trying to get the the name, the person the, doing the um, Simon and Garfunkel podcast. Oh, Jill, yeah. Jill, yes. Oh gosh, she's an absolute, like, well of information. And, like, you need to write, like, a biopic because she does. She knows everything about Simon and Garfunkel. She's the biggest fan I know. Absolutely. And well, and, and, with and the ideas, she should be on the show. Right. Well, she was thinking about doing a podcast and and starting one to be able to to, uh, divulge, you know, the knowledge that she has. And it'd probably be even great for her to be able to uh, get, you know, do interviews with people that uh, that uh, were there for certain things, you know, to be able to. It's a very niche thing and very niche topic, but that's what podcasts excel at is doing niche things like that. So I think it would be a great idea for her to, to be able to at least try it out. And I have no problems with, with, you know, trying to uh, uh, ask a few questions and to interview her so that she feels comfortable doing things. I mean, and if anything, she can always do the podcast and learn that she doesn't like it or she doesn't want to do things a certain way. And I have no problem with that. I think that'd be a perfect, uh, perfect opportunity to do that. So, so let's throw that out there. If anyone is thinking about starting their own podcast and wants to uh, try it out, you know, yeah, we could get, you could get into podcasting, you know, type thing. So I don't know. That's kind of what last week's, uh, our last show was, uh, was about was uh, podcasting and getting into that and you know, funny story. I've only met Jill in real life one time, even though she lives in Sioux Falls. Uh, we met through Twitter, weirdly enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she, I was like, you should come to my art show. So she came out to my art show this summer. We actually met briefly in real life. So it was I keep weird. wanting to ask her. And I think I asked her once before, but I, I can't remember. I think she is married to someone that I went to school with. Very possible. I think she would talky. What's th- that? I think she went to Augustana. Yeah. So, and, and, and her, uh, her husband, I think is Jason, who was a computer science major that, that I was in classes with, um, if it's Jason, I don't know. So that's the only thing. So I think that, I think they're married. I think that's who Jason married, but I don't know as well. They were both from, I know, I know he was from the Iowa area and I think Jill is as well. Right. Possibly. I don't know. I'm a terrible friend. <laughs> <laughs> you're a Twitter friend. You're not, you're not expecting. That's to true. That. I mean, I feel like the last year, like all I've made are Twitter friends, but I mean, that kind of tracks for a pandemic, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and plus the nice thing about having Twitter friends is that you end up having people that, you know, all over the country. So if you're this doing, 
different things in different areas, you can always give them a call and say, Hey, let's meet for the first time. I'm really here. Do you want to meet me in real life? Right? And you're like, Oh my God, you are just as loud. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I was able you to are do a that. hugger. Oh boy. I, yes. I was able to do that <laughs> last year for the first time with someone that I met 15 years ago doing the podcast. Oh, and I funny. got to meet her the first time in person uh, when I was out on the East coast. So. Yeah. I always fun. tell people like, Oh, if we meet in real life, you're going to be like, wow. You are a hugger. Okay. <laughs> I'm one of those awkward I huggers. Hug I like, I like hugs. I love being able to give hugs, but a lot of people are intimidated by someone my size. To, to, you are to, a big guy. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably always like a disclaimer you should give to somebody when they meet you. Be like, I'm a lot taller than you think I am. <laughs> right. <laughs> I kind of get, get that, that sometimes too. too. I, I'm yeah. trying to remember who it was. It was just like, I think I was talking about being like, like I'm slightly taller than most of the guys I work with. And so I, whenever I wear heels, I kind of feel like an asshole. Cause then I'm like towering over all my coworkers. They're like, <laughs> Oh, are you tall? But like, I don't know if I'm tall, but <laughs> tends to be something people notice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I, uh, I've, I've, I've uh, encountered that a few times. Yes. <laughs> You're a tall guy. Yeah. Like, like you and Dusty, I never, I never feel tall, but I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> me and like both my around. bosses are like an inch shorter than me so i try to never right. like try not to wear heels when we're like having to publicly speak together like oh, I, brought uh, my, I brought my little boss with me i absolutely love that i i loved it when uh you guys did the uh the virtual uh dealer oh, meeting yes. and it was you and mary next to alex and you two were towering over yeah. Because Mary's even taller than me. So she's like 5'10", and I'm like 5'8 and a half. And we're just like, hey, little guy. Yeah. <laughs> Alex he wears is- it well. Like, Alex never gets a chip on his shoulder about it, which is good. But like, I yeah. was just feel like maybe I should wear some flats. <laughs> <laughs> it's just warm me at a time that I'm going to be <laughs> in public with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. If we end up going to Vegas, fingers crossed, and everything stays okay go to vegas i'm gonna get like the tallest stilettos ever if i have to go on stage with him <laughs> oh gosh that's great hey you just see the angela, uh, angela or angela merkel like walk <laughs> <laughs> here i come across the stage <laughs> you see they actually made uh they they uh made not really announcement i saw that they uh said where that was going to be what hotel that they're doing it at yes i'm very excited i really really, really, really want to go yeah yeah I mean, I hope, I'm just uh, like, hey, if anybody know on Twitter wants to come to Vegas, plan to stay through the weekend. There you go. There you I'm go. I'm not a big gambler and I don't drink too much, but <laughs> I like to have fun. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I, I don't know if a lot of people realize is that we do a lot of business with uh, Caesars Palace, too, with that, with the really? hotel well, we're I mean, staying with. I imagine yeah. like on the strip, up and down the strip, like we've got to have tons of customers. Right. Well, but I mean, Caesars Palace itself is a pretty good sized customer. They, uh, uh, you know, they they do all of their um, uh, their resorts and other hotels that they have mm-hmm. uh, through Johnstone Supply through the um, through the the corp office uh, yeah. through the strategic accounts. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, one of the persons that I work with, she's worked a lot on uh, trying to get their accounts going and everything. And she's just like, yeah, I've been told many times that if I ever have to uh, do something in Vegas, that uh, I got a free room, you know, comped at the Caesars Palace. (laughs) All I'm saying, Brett, is extend your stay through the weekend. Let's have some fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Let's hope we don't come home with face tattoos. But if we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I might actually have to invite uh, Mike, uh, Ill Reverend Mike. He's uh, one of the people that actually listens. And uh, he yes. is um, in the like San Diego area. I can get into this like conference there. Yeah, yeah. The Johnson conference is like till Thursday. And then Friday begins the Hey, friends. <laughs> right, exactly. The awkward podcast conference. Yeah, oh, it's going to be great. I love awkward people. They're my people. <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah, so he's in San Diego. So, I mean, so it's not it, it's not terribly not far. far. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a one way flight, right? I mean, right. Everyone's got one way flights to Vegas, baby. <laughs> they're, they're real cheap, too. 
Yeah. Uh, we'll shoot. all stay I... in Brett's room. <laughs> like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> About that. Yeah, I know my sister's just like, oh, well, call me. I'll come to Vegas and come stay with you. Yeah. I don't yeah. know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be responsible for you. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, Laura, Laura's probably fine. She's just high maintenance. Yeah. I want to go to the all you can eat like seafood buffet. I don't want to wait 45 minutes for you to do your makeup. Like <laughs> I don't need to look good shoving my face full of food. There you go. There you go. All I right. just know if you're if your sister comes with her, I hope she doesn't bring her husband because then we probably will have to actually fight. You know, the Bretts are going to have to oh, yeah. have to finally fight. You, I mean, you've so. got him taken. He's got a heart condition. You can make him knock him out. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> he's also shorter than me. So like, it's going to be just like, boom. <laughs> yeah. He's a tight, he's a tiny guy. I didn't <laughs> notice that. <laughs> That's why when she said, she said, yeah, you guys got to fight. If you're both right, you got to fight. I was just like, I don't know, little guy. Maybe it's best you just kind of sit this one out. (laughs) (laughs) Just change your name and call it good. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. How about I take two T's and you take one? Yeah, yeah, we'll call it good. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Maybe it seems like a good time. It's going to be what gets me through the winter because, ah fucking cold weather yeah and it's it's frigid just in a in a hurry too yeah like i said i was all banking on like getting into snowshoeing this winter some more we got like one good snow most of it melted off and now it's just like frozen snurt yeah (laughs) snurt is the best way of saying it too and that's all it is right now is just yeah it's just this piles of over piles of frozen stuff that you can't do anything with no i don't hate winter but I hate that part of winter where it's just sub-zero temperatures and just like the vast moonscape of South Dakota. Mm-hmm. We went through the uh, the the pretty part of winter very very fast. Yes, we usually you know, do. It, yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes I mean, sometimes it comes. The snow comes early and it mm. doesn't get frigidly cold for a long time. So so it can stay pretty for a while. Uh, but yeah, th- it was. All of a sudden you had snow and then two weeks later you had, you know, single degree temperatures. So, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm making yeah. on like a big snowstorm. Like, give me a couple feet of snow so I can, I don't know, put a sweater on RoboCop and trudge through the tundra. <laughs> have, him, have him bounce from from yeah. place to place. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't want to. Like, once the snow touches his little pug belly, he's done. Like, no, nope, <laughs> don't want to go out in the snow. He's like, like throw him out of the house. Uh, poor guy well, but that, he, he ate nothing that's about three crap. inches though right? right it's true so he likes this time of year but yeah he ate like three ta- i don't know okay so he ate half a tuna fish casserole uh mm. at my mother's house this weekend mm. which was bad enough we meant the whole drive home so we're driving through freezing rain and there's just nasty fishy dog farts the whole way oh, um <laughs> now today so my mom also gave him a bunch of prime rib Oh, gosh. Yeah. Wow. So, like, all the fat's finally working its way out. So, he's just been, like, a little poop machine since I don't know what time. I woke up this morning, and my 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 kitchen and my dining room are just covered with pools of dog poop. Oh. And no. it's been, like, every hour on the hour. So, he's just been locked in the bathroom crying. And I feel terrible for him, but he smells awful. <laughs> uh, but I'm like, we got to let this pass before I can wash you, dog. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to be there and alone. I'm just like, I'm sorry, but... The poops have to pass, man. The poops have to pass. Oh, my. Yeah. Not how I wanted to spend my day off. (laughs) So much dog poop. Well, hey, just hopefully, uh, you know, you can pass that off to Dusty tomorrow. That's true. I mean, I feel like the problem is he's like locked in the bathroom with all of my toiletries, too. So I'm going to have to deal with that in the morning. If I want to brush my teeth and Uh, do something about this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Adulting is lame, folks. It's terrible. It's a trap. It is a trap. Stay young forever. (laughs) Right. Right. Uh, All right. Well, that's kind of all I got. Yeah, I was going to say, not really much else that I'm getting into. Um, You know, I'm kind of looking forward to being able to to go out again. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we got a lunch date. I'm excited. Yeah, we do. We got a lunch date tomorrow, so we're gonna we're gonna be meeting for that. Tomorrow. Like, oh, Wednesday! But oh yeah, Wednesday is tomorrow. I know, I know. <laughs> I uh, I had to remain reminded of that earlier because this whole uh, time of year is bullshit, guys. But yeah, now I'm yeah. really looking forward to it. Yeah. So for some reason, I thought it was still Monday. So I was like, oh yeah, I know it's Tuesday. 
Like, oh, okay. And it was about 6.30. And then I was asked, oh, are you, you going to do the podcast? So I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I guess that's that's going to be uh, any time now. I should probably go get that shitty beer and, and drink that. And uh... <laughs> For my sake, of course. <laughs> oh, well, and it's... I know we'll have to probably start. We'll have to find a new night for podcasts. Because in January, I signed up as a gift, Christmas gift to myself for a roadmap um, one-month class so oh, really Tuesday night so it's a publishing preparedness class i actually oh, wow. have to send off my my homework um but it's all about getting your manuscript ready to, to start querying um because oh, one of my awesome. goals for 2022 is to really work hard on getting one of my article or one of my novels published so Great. i've got to get my query letter in and the reason why i applied to this one is because each week you get to actually like meet with a group and you get kind of one-on-one attention and yeah, I think it'll be money well spent um, on keeping things moving forward instead of just like shouting into the void. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good I actually, too. I like shouting. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I had someone that uh, was mentioning something about BO, uh, voiceover work. And uh, I mentioned on how uh, I have a hell of a time trying to, uh, to to just find the motivation to do it. Mostly, I love the vo- voiceover work. I love doing the work. I don't like doing the editing afterwards. I, I hate yeah. that. Yeah, it's so, something I want to work on too, like because right. editing is hard. Yeah, and so yeah. I uh, so I, I mentioned that, and I said, you know, just uh, I just trying to find the no- motivation for it, and and someone posted saying, hey, you just need someone to kick your ass every now and then. I'm like, basically, yeah. and uh, they said, hey, well, why don't we, why don't you contact me after uh, after the new year, and we can get something going, and nice. I was like. You know, so it's Perfect. it's great. I, I might actually do that. I tried doing that once before and it turned into a bunch of bullshit. It was just, yeah, me. you know, it's, it's one of those things that with voiceover work, it's, I understand it is a hustle for most people. Right. It is a job. It is, you know, you're, you're becoming your own business person. Um, but at the same sense, uh, I, a lot of the, the bullshit that you have to do and everything, um, it's it's so time consuming and uh there's so much going on just with the regular stuff that i i was just like i i don't i don't want to i i if i get into voiceover work i want to get into voiceover work because it's fun because i like doing it because i like the the project i like doing things Mm -hmm. with it i don't want to do it because i have to feel that i need to do this much before in order to be able to make it on Mm -hmm. do I, you know, and, and I have no problems paying someone to be able to help coach. Um, but when I start paying someone and they're just like, well, if you don't feel like that, you're, you're going to do it, then just don't do it. And it's just like, I, I, I need more motivation than that. That's yeah. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm self-motivating, but at the same sense, I'm not motivating when it comes to doing something for myself. Uh, mm-hmm. Is probably the best way to say it. So, so that's why you know stuff like this podcast is always tricky because it's just like you know I like doing it. I like yelling out to the void. I love I love being able to to talk to you on a, on mm-hmm. a, a semi annual or semi weekly basis. <laughs> um, but at the same sense, I don't want to do all the bullshit in order to be able to, I don't want to do the shit that I did 15 years ago right. when I had my first podcast in order to be able to try to get listened or trying to, to have someone. Uh, and, and that's the, the thing that I always love about doing the podcast with you is that you don't care either. So, I, yeah, mean, <laughs> I mean, we're doing this cause it's fun. And I mean, it's the same thing with writing. Like, yeah, it'd be great if I could publish something, but, and like with screenwriting, yeah, it'd be great to have somebody that want to produce something, but at the end of the day, I'm going to write no matter what. Yeah. Um, and it, there's no harm in trying, but I, I mean, I don't want to not, I don't want to spend time doing things that I don't enjoy. Right. I think right. like in 2022, it's the same thing. Just like, I want to keep doing the things that make me happy because there, it seems like there's fewer and fewer things that people are doing that make them happy. And yeah. like, if you can throw your heart at something, like who fucking cares if it's just you and like your immediate circle of people that enjoy that, like, that's fine. It doesn't have to be commercially viable for it to be right. valid. Yeah, no. And if it, and if it's something that is going to become commercially viable, it will find a way to be able yes. to get to that point. I mean, it might be just based off of your passion and, and what mm-hmm. you do and what you put into it. But at the same sense, uh, you know, it let it happen when it happens. And and yeah. I'm 
I'm so happy that, that we're able to do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, to I, this like point, having an accountability partner is great because yeah. especially when you're stressed, like, sorry, but like sometimes passion projects fall to the side because life happens. And I think what's nice about having an accountability partner is somebody that pushes you and reminds you like why you're doing things. And yeah. no, that's cool. I, I hope that yeah. this person and you connect next year because you have a great talent and a great passion. And I want to see you pursue that. Right. Now I, I want to big it, radio but... voice. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, next time. On... Anyway. Uh... <laughs> Available to intro your podcast. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and if you ask me to do it, I'll just do it for free. That's right. Um... <laughs> just don't pay me in that shitty beer that I bought for fucking. Yes. No. Pack. Nope. No toppling Goliath. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. So but shame on if me. If Brinson wants to pop to uh to pop, sponsor us, I am all on board with drinking more <laughs> of your delicious sour cherry berry beer. Absolutely, it'd be great <laughs> if Ferguson would be able to. Uh, to uh, we could probably that. twist an arm, make him a guest on our show. I, yeah. yeah, every guest pays us in a, a couple of cases of beer. Right. Totally. <laughs> totally. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like the same rules as like when someone moves your furniture just like yeah um so we need some pizza and some beer we'll call it good right right like this. you know speaking of uh interviews and everything uh i just wanted to say uh, i uh bought a uh the the whole six pack of hologi uh, oh nice uh, hot sauce for my brother-in-law and uh he absolutely loved it now you're um, the favorite brother-in-law aren't you yeah, yeah, his only one. Uh, <laughs> oh no, actually, he's not. He's not. I'm not his only one. <laughs> I say, don't call yourself short. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> I think I was the favorite beforehand, but this probably cemented it. Nice. Um, but I don't know. I, you know, we talked about. I talked about Ill Reverend Mike. He's a. Uh, he asked me about the hot sauce. He was just like, "Is this really good stuff?" And I was like, "Yeah." Oh, yeah. And they they had a uh, Black Friday sale, and so he bought himself. Uh, the six pack and he bought his brother the six pack as well oh, nice. yeah so so i'm really Good excited i haven't heard to see what if they've uh, if they had it yet or if it was mm. a christmas present or or what the case was but i really want to to know how that was and yeah and, and that's you, you know us and tell us Right. Yeah. Please, please tell us. Um, I, and that's one of the things I really love also about the, the podcast, what we do is I, I love being able to uh, do those interviews and be able to talk to different people about different things that they're passionate about. So in uh, talking to Jill, I think is going to be great talking to yeah. uh, your friend that you were talking about uh, with the, the soap. I think that that's awesome. I think that's going to mm-hmm. be great to be able to have that on there because that's really what, what we were hoping to be able to, to yeah. do more of as we um, uh, start the podcast. I mean, it's great being able to talk about the things that that we think is interesting that we're into, but but we really want to be able to showcase some people that um, have some of those same different um, passions. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's that's that that's enough. Yeah, I think. that's good. I've got a <laughs> empty house and a big bat of like leftover pad thai from yesterday to eat. So Ooh. I'm excited about that. Did you make the pad thai? I did. Oh man! Scratch. I found a, a recipe. I kind of modified it, but oof, so We're good. I really to... want to get good at stir fry, so I think I'm getting there. We did kind of a mock stir fry that that's it, it's pretty fun, uh, and we we kind of have us peanut sauce that we do mm-hmm. with it. But uh, my uh, my daughter is just she loves pad thai whenever we go to uh, a, a Thai restaurant. So yeah. Yeah, only thing I'm missing is I don't have any like the peanut crumbles. It's, I love that for a little crunch, but oh, well, we usually keep some uh, dry roasted peanuts uh, on on hand. So so we'll Smart. crush those up, and that'll be good enough. But next time, anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, I will see you tomorrow. I know. I'm excited. No, I know. <laughs> we'll have to pay, like post pictures. Look, we really see each other in real life. <laughs> we We're do know who each other are. Yay. <laughs> But otherwise, uh, yeah, we'll listen to we'll we'll listen to the rest of you. Um, man, <laughs> like we this, do. Uh, Your homes are bugged. This um, this uh, this beer is starting to kick my ass. All right. Well, we'll see oh. everybody in the new year because I think that's when this airs. So yeah, yeah, would be. Goodbye from 2021. See you guys in 2022. Sounds good. Take care. All right. See ya. Bye.
Thank you for listening to It Radio with Frosty and Graham. No, wait, sorry. That was the old podcast. At Twitter, you can find us at I-C-G-I- This? Did I do that right? I? No, it's I could get into this. I could I see get into this. That's our Twitter handle. I see get into this. Uh, just do a search for I could get into this. Why does it matter? Why do we have to have handles anymore? Oh, because we're on Twitter. We need to do things short and to the point. I'm sorry. I don't do anything short and to the point. I talk about the most 